from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Commencement Speeches for the Class of 2020 is a production of iHeartRadio. Class of 2020. Parents. Faculty. Rising graduates. Welcome to Commencement. You made it. This year is a little different, a difficult time to graduate because the traditional graduation day has been put on hold. So we're bringing it to you, wherever you are, because this is still your day, your moment. And now put your hands together. It's time to be inspired. This year's commencement speaker, the one and only Mike Sievert. Hey, graduates, it's Mike Sievert, CEO of T-Mobile. I wanted to join the incredible list of people who've stopped by to congratulate all of you on the huge accomplishment of becoming a 2020 graduate. So congratulations. I also wanted to let you know I've been thinking about you. You know, we all have, because I'm absolutely certain that this set of circumstances this year is not at all what you dreamt your graduation would look like or what the world would look like when you received your diploma. And frankly, it kind of sucks. It's certainly not fair, not just because we're in the middle of a global pandemic and navigating something that most of us have only ever read about or, or maybe seen in movies, but because of the economic circumstances that you're graduating into as a result of the pandemic. But don't let this environment diminish one ounce of what you've achieved. It took hard work and dedication and breaking through a lot of barriers to get here. You've earned it. 
And now you're poised to launch into whatever's next. Whatever's next for you. And if you're like most of us, the question you might be asking, and that probably absolutely everybody and their brother is asking you over and over and over again right now is, what's next? What's ahead? Where do we go from here? Well, like I said, first, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Let what you've already accomplished sink in. And then sit back and think about what fires you up. You know, each of us has our own individual goals and dreams. And I think that all of us, myself included, we can't go too wrong if we think about that old cliche we've all heard a million times, a cliche that might just apply now in this environment more than ever before. Follow your passions. Yeah, follow your passions. Okay, fine. You might be saying, well, how do I follow my passions when the world's on lockdown and everything after that is so uncertain? Well, that'd be a fair question, but I'm here to tell you that these circumstances, in fact, any circumstances like these that create challenges or obstacles, really are opportunities. Opportunities that can become launch pads for resetting your mind or charting a new course or accomplishing what makes you and others happy. In other words, for following your passions. I'll come back to what I mean about all that in a minute, but first I want to tell you a little story. It actually involves one of my passions, one that gives me a much-needed mental reset from time to time, and that's exploring the coastal waters of the Pacific Northwest with my family in our little boat. And it happened while we were on a boat trip returning from a place in coastal Canada called Desolation Sound. And yes, Desolation Sound is just as remote as it sounds. It's a wilderness island region near the mainland, and it's beyond the end of the road. It's a really beautiful place, but it's far away. It takes hours and hours of cruising over the course of a couple days to get there. Anyway, my family and I are cruising along in our boat out at sea, miles from shore, as we're heading back home to Seattle, Washington. And I had the boat on autopilot, on a leg that would last for several hours. Now, like I said, we're out at sea. I mean, you could see land in the distance many miles away, but that's only because the region's mountainous, with snow-capped mountains and glaciers off in the distance. I'm scanning around a bit with my binoculars, looking for errant logs or other obstacles that might get in the way while the autopilot's doing its work. And that's when I see it, off in the distance, off our port bow in the water. But it wasn't a log. It was a man. A man alone in the water, and he's alive. In this one strange moment, I see him and he sees us and he immediately rips off his life jacket and starts waving it in the air to make sure we don't miss him, which briefly sends him under the waves. So I take the boat over from the autopilot and I quickly maneuver the boat towards him and the entire family kicks into motion to help him get out of the water. Now you have to understand because we're at sea, there are four foot waves washing over the stern of our boat as we try to get this guy aboard. And amazingly, it just so happened that the day before, the last day of our mini vacation, we'd actually been practicing man overboard drills, how to rescue somebody from the water with this little sling that we've got. So for the first time, and I hope for the last time ever, we really put those skills to work and we managed to get this guy safely aboard. Everybody got wet, but he's safe. He's okay. We're all fine. And you want to know what the first thing he says to us is? I kid you not. He looks up at us and he says, hey, what's up? And it took me a minute as I stood there and I'm thinking to myself, really? What's up? Just minutes ago, you were stranded in the water with not long to live. And all I could think to ask was, well, hey, how long you've been in the water? And he says, I don't know. What time is it? And he points to a ruined old Timex watch on his wrist that's been trashed during his unplanned swim. So together we determined he's been in the water for almost an hour. 
an hour. I mean, this is unbelievable. He's got to have hypothermia. This guy's been in the water for an hour. And you have to understand, this is the Pacific Northwest. I mean, you don't really swim in the ocean here. You might jump in once in a while, and then you get right back out. But this guy's been in the water for an hour. So we rush to wrap him up in one of those shiny thermal blankets that we have in our first aid kit. And he doesn't even really seem that interested in it. Definitely no stress, no panic. Maybe it was shock. I don't know. And what's really interesting is after less than five minutes aboard with us, he turns and he suddenly asks, hey, have you seen my boat? And so now instead of focusing on warming up, finding his boat becomes his next preoccupation. Not hypothermia, not his health and safety, not the fact that he was just rescued from the sea with no one in sight for miles around. Not that just five minutes ago, he was in this desperate life or death situation. No, he just wants to know where his boat is. So we go up on the deck and begin scanning around with binoculars. And sure enough, there it is. His boat, just a couple miles off our bow. So I decide to power up and get moving again. And eventually we get him to his boat. Long story short, after 20 minutes or so with us, he's warmed himself up and regained his senses. And then, amazingly, he actually boards his boat and he's off and running with nothing more than a friendly wave. You know, as I lay in bed that night thinking all this through, I remember just thinking to myself, what was wrong with this guy? Why didn't he seem to understand the gravity of this situation? And that today could have easily been his last. And then it hit me. Only then did I realize, why don't we all think that way? I mean, with all my preoccupation around his misplaced sense of immortality, I should have been asking myself that same question. Not just why didn't he understand how precious today really was, but why don't we all? What would we do differently if making the most of each day really was our goal? It may sound a little bit dramatic, but this thing hit me like a ton of bricks. Each day is precious, which means each day is a gift. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We might find ourselves adrift at sea, and it's just a coin toss as to whether somebody just rando comes along and saves us. Saving that guy's life, the crazy and random and unexpected and frankly somewhat scary set of circumstances I found myself in that day helped to change and focus my perspective. Just as I hope graduating in this crazy, uncertain time will change or focus yours. Today, right now, you're smack dab in the middle of the most crazy and random and unexpected and frankly somewhat scary sense of circumstances yourselves. But it does beg the question of what's next. And if you let it, it can beg that question in the most positive of ways. Many of you will pick different paths that never existed before this pandemic. Many of you will find completely new passions that show themselves to you during this very complicated time. And that leads me back to the cliche I mentioned earlier. Follow your passions. Go ahead, really do it. Live your best life. As I said, every day is a gift. And that means that in the pursuit of our own happiness and the happiness we can spread to other people, we really can. And in a way, we must make the most of today and never take tomorrow's opportunities or tomorrow's worries for granted. I know that normalcy seems so far away right now when everything around you is out of whack. But you know what? These temporarily uncertain circumstances are just that, temporary. What will follow will be some new and different normal, but in any event, it'll be a world that's ready and waiting for you to make your impact. So I hope you'll go full speed ahead into the things you're passionate about or try things that might just become passions. A good test of all this is whether or not these things 
are things that give you happiness and help you spread happiness to other people. You know, the Dalai Lama himself says, I believe the very purpose of life is to be happy. I mean, he's the Dalai Lama, and he's got a good point there. Listen, you're experiencing the crazy and the random and the uncertain. You'll likely change your perspective in many ways as a result of all this. We all will. You'll reboot, reset, recharge, and now you'll be ready to go full steam ahead towards amazingness. And this world needs you to do exactly that. So when everybody's incessantly asking you what's ahead, first, take a deep breath. What's behind you is a huge accomplishment. And second, follow the cliche. Follow your passions. Find the things that make you happy and help you spread happiness to other people. Treat each day as something of value. The rest will fall in place. And maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to do it with the sunny disposition of that guy who came aboard our boat wet and exhausted after an hour in the water and looked up at us and simply said, hey, what's up? So class of 2020, congratulations and know that I'm with you. We're all with you. I'm Mike Sievert. Thank you. You can find a collection of incredible commencement addresses from all your favorite speakers at the Commencement Podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 